This is All the Right Marketing, a publishing podcast by Cardinal Rule Press. Now, here's your host, Maria Desmondi. Okay. Welcome to All the Right Marketing, where we talk with business owners and industry leaders about marketing their programs and their products. Our guests share tips that help anyone who loves a book, whether you are a librarian, bookseller, aspiring writer, published author, or a publisher. The truth of the matter here is that the advice coming out of these conversations can be relatable to anyone marketing products. Today, our guest, Julia Hankst, is a licensed marriage and family therapist, an avid surfer, traveler, and word nerd who resides in Maui. Passionate about psychology, spirituality, and media literacy, she holds an undergraduate degree in media studies from UC Berkeley, a master's degree in counseling psychology, and an imaginary degree from the University of Puns. There we go. Welcome, Julia. Thank you for having me. So, Julia, um, you have lived in India, and you studied in California, and now you live in Maui. I mean, your journey is quite an adventurous one. It's been a good adventure. I've lived a very colorful life and I feel super grateful uh, for that, for all the places I've gotten to go. That's really And to great. end up in Maui is pretty great. How long have you been in Maui? Uh, almost four years, just about okay. four years. Yeah. Very cool. And you are starting a series of books. So let's, let's hear about this. Yeah. This series is called Venus and Her Fly Trip. And uh, book one, which is Venus Underwater, Songs from Mermadia, is out already. And uh, that has already been an adventure because uh, we started with the fundraising through Kickstarter, doing crowdsourced um, funding. And uh, we tried one Kickstarter trying to fundraise for all six books at once, which Anyone who's trying to publish a book realizes it's pretty expensive uh, with printing and shipping and all of that. So our budget was really high and we did not meet that Kickstarter goal. So we, we instead went for the first two books, which will be uh, with the same artist, Esther Samuels Davis, who is wonderfully talented. Um, and so uh, it's self-published. And I have quickly learned, you know, when the project started is around... Like when the first book was published was around when COVID started. So um, my work as a psychotherapist went, I have never been so busy as in the last two years. Oh, I so bet. in terms I of, bet. yeah, getting to marketing and distribution, that was a real, that's been a real challenge. So it's been a big learning curve to do self-publishing while I have a very full-time job. A very full-time job. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And you have hobbies too. I, I don't want to skip over your hobbies of surfing and riding motorcycles as well. That's <laughs> yes. part of a colorful life. It is. Uh, how does your colorful life relate to your character? Oh, that is a good point. I relate in some ways to all of the characters in the book. And I think one thing, especially having lived outside of the U.S. and living in different cultures and interacting with people from all over the planet, uh, is um, open-mindedness and fluidity and uh, a sense of never quite knowing what's gonna happen, but trying to stay positive, trying to see the positive in uh, every situation is an important part of all of the characters actually. 
That's fantastic. And, um, and we'll have all in the show notes, we'll make sure to link. And I actually skipped over that. I didn't see the link was here. Um, but yes, Venus and her flight trip. flight trip. So tell me about Venus and her flight trip. Is the series going to follow this character and she meets other characters? Or tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, good question. Yes, the, the heroine is, or the shero is Venus, who is a mermaid. Um, who studies magic underwater, but the magic that I'm going to have in these books is actually uh, based on quote-unquote actual magic, uh, you know, uh, divination, healing gems and crystals and that sort of thing, plus a lot of yogic ideas, ideas from yoga around kind of how to work with our minds. Um, uh, Some emotional intelligence is going to be in there as well. So it's going to follow the first two books are Venus underwater, really in her world of Mermadia, uh, where she has her first experience of the Earth walkers and that strange world that they live in. (laughs) And then the middle two books are going to be where Venus comes um, upon a farm and finds that three different types of cows have been brainwashed by the the villain, the over-rancher, to think one type of cow is better than the other. And she's going to work with a bunch of birds and other animals um, uh, to help free the cows. Um, and that's going to tie into media literacy a little bit because I think brainwashing <laughs> from the media is a big issue. And uh, it, each, is. <laughs> it is, uh, especially in this day and age. And then the, the last two books of this series um, are going to be Venus going into a bit of a, a world of paradox. So in each of these books, she's going to meet a lot of different characters. And one of the things about mermaids is uh, that they can communicate telepathically, psychically with animals, with trees, with plants, with the natural world. Mm-hmm. And the one thing about earthwalkers is they've forgotten that they're connected to nature. So there's going to be this uh, increasing experience of, of Venus kind of becoming a little more of her human side and forgetting these parts of herself uh, in the kids books and as she goes along she's going to be reminded of her mermaid nature and by the way in terms of playing the long game with this series there's going to be six books for teenagers mm. so it's going to be six for teens and then six for I'm um, six for kids and six for teenagers in the long run fantastic you know as you're talking um, I feel like you could be if you took out the word um, mermaid, I feel like you could be talking about patients of yours, right? Like, I think probably your work as a marriage and family therapist is really coming into play here, like the emotional intelligence and how important it is to pay attention to our emotions and um, media literacy. And you said something else. Oh, how um, the earth walkers are disconnected to nature. Um, all of that probably stems from your work that you are doing with families and, um, couples. That's very astute. And yes, uh, it's, it's really important that that's one of the things that I have to say, I was influenced living in India because India, you know, interestingly enough, it has three times as many people as the United States in one third of the space. Ooh, and it's people, one more time. I want to really unpack that three times yeah, we'll have one more as time. many people as the United States in one third of the space. So if the US was divided, you know, into thirds, all of the people in India would fit into one third, but it's three times as many as Americans. Wow. And I know it's, it's a difficult time in India right now too. I think it's a difficult time on the planet 
but one of the thing I things I was very influenced by was how people of different spiritual traditions generally got along. And uh, there's this idea in some of the spiritual traditions over there, Hinduism, Buddhism, that we're fundamentally good deep down inside. And so that informs a lot of my work as a psychotherapist. And I think the field of psychology in general could be a little more positive focused. So yes, these books are a way to kind of show that as well as mermaids are very connected to their intuition and earth walkers. I think, you know, I'm going to play on that contrast yeah. um, that, that it's important for us not to forget our intuition and be connected to our bodies somatically. Fantastic. Wow. I, you know, as a, as a former educator, I just keep thinking how important these books are going to be for students and for mm. children and as a parent. Um, okay. So now we're going to dive into the marketing part of this, this, this chat. So I don't know if I've interviewed many people who, many authors who have had a series before, how can having a series really play into a marketing strategy? What are you thinking? It's a good question. I was I'm an amateur. Let me make that clear. I've never published anything before. Uh, this sort of happened in some ways. Um, I, I don't know how to describe that, but um, how does that play into marketing strategies? It's really informed me about playing the long game with my marketing strategy, uh, that not worrying so much about book sales, especially with this first book, uh, but really holding the vision. I think that's been one of my, my challenges uh, is holding the vision of the long game, seeing that each of these books is going to build upon each other, uh, one another, and trusting that process, trusting that there will be word of mouth. Uh, it's been really important for me uh, not to focus on the book sales. We haven't sold too many. It's under a couple hundred of this first one. Um, but the, the feedback I've gotten especially from teachers and parents who really get the messages of loving kindness, of positivity, of emotional intelligence. Uh, that has really given me a lot of inspiration. And in the meantime, I'm just doing a lot of um, trial and error <laughs> uh, with different designs for social media. I had to look around for different people who could help with social media. Um, so I hope to be growing that in the coming year or two, especially as I'm going to be starting to write the third book soon. The second one, uh, the artist and I are just starting to storyboard it. Okay. It's going to take her eight months to a year to illustrate. Okay. Um, so later this year, I'll start ramping up the marketing for that one. You know, um, you said something and as a company, Cardinal Rule Press, we put out a survey a few years ago to our readers and we, you know, we just wanted to know more about our readers and how did they learn about books and what have you. Um, and we had like a drop down, multiple choice, not multiple choice, but you know, different options. And the number one response to how did you hear about our books was word of mouth. Wow. Word of mouth. So when you said that, I started thinking about how important that is. And you're probably talking all day long with people. Um, how do you think you can, um, how do you think you can get people talking about the book? Mm. Um, one idea is uh, the niche market in terms of given kind of the mental health challenges of kids and families right now on the planet, just opening that discussion because I think there's a great need for it. 
without freaking people out because actually the, the goal of these books is to prevent self-hatred in young people. And that has been an ongoing, almost controversial question because some people are like, why are you putting that so negatively? And I'm like, when there are kids that are seven who are talking about really heavy mental health issues, it's the time to at least have a conversation and just open it up. Uh, and also for the middle two books, um, three female artists are going to be collaborating on the art together. So I like the idea of trying new things in the world of kids books yeah, that will awesome. capture people's interest. Mm -hmm. um, and for instance, a friend of mine works at a, a surf boutique here in Maui and she um, got the books put in there and that has actually been one of the sources of steady sales for us. So local community outreach has been helpful. Absolutely. Um, yes. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. Um, Self-hatred in young people. There's so many things you can connect to around that too. I mean, we have these television shows that are coming out that talk like um, 13 Reasons Why, which is not for children. Um, but I know as a parent, I watched the first few episodes and it was really eye-opening to what our kids are dealing with today. Um, and I think parents can use books like this that, that you're talking about to open the, the door to discussion, right? Yes. And one of the ideas in the world of Mermaidia is that, you know, no one's too big, no one's too small. They're all different. Uh, there's the full spectrum of colors. There's different uh, styles. So it's a very inclusive world. Oh. That's really important. And uh, cultural, you know, culturally in Indian medicine, for instance, there are three in Ayurveda, there are three different main uh, constitutions. Uh, and, you know, one of them sort of describes people who tend to be really thin and wiry. Some people are a little more uh, solidly built. Uh, body image issues have just gone crazy, especially during COVID and eating disorders. Um, this isn't really so relevant for kids, I hope. Um, but something where that's normalized of like, not everybody is meant to be one size, mm -hmm. which I think it's making everyone crazy. It's making yeah. a lot of people crazy and a lot of um, self-judgment. So hopefully these books can help uh, show, not tell that idea to, to use that cliche. <laughs> um, Take but me more importantly, I want to go to Mermadia. Like, let me yeah. live there. It sounds like a really good place. It's a good fantasy world. It does. Yes. It, it does. Um, so Julia, this is really great. And I mean, when we talk about word of mouth, I just kind of kind of wrap things up with the fact that you truly like this podcast, we're talking about the book word of mouth, right? So it's just, there's yes. so many different avenues to be talking about our books to be talking about the concept of the book. Um, like you said, in your community, you can talk about it uh, with different styles that you're trying. Three illustrators illustrating one book that is going to be talked about. Um, and then, you know, being able to talk about it in your daily life too. And, you know, maybe even use analogies from Mermedia in your practice with um, family and children that you work with. That's right. This is I do. fantastic. Um, do you have any final thoughts before we wrap up today? Um, what I've learned is just not giving up. That's that's one thing that with the series is if I keep connecting to my intention to share some of these messages, that helps me through the moments where I'm like, 
this is going to be impossible. It takes so much time and effort to do marketing and distribution. Um, the intention, I think, is really important for being a source of fuel uh, to keep going. I love that. Be centered, know what your intention is, and keep going back to it. You know yeah. where to find Julia for more information. We will include all of her social media handles, IG, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. We're going to put those in there. Um, and we look forward to our next interview. Remember, we air every Tuesday. Until then, think outside the box and don't be afraid to reach your audience in new and creative ways. Thank you, Julia. Cardinal Rule Press offers a variety of support to authors, booksellers, librarians, and families. Find out more at cardinalrulepress.com.